0: you're dialing in to the all things telesales podcast i'm your host jake lynn if the phone is your weapon this is your podcast we're changing the perception of telesales we're a tribe of telesales professionals who believe in compassion before commission we're empowering the call coaching experience by starting with the person and salesperson when we take care of the person the calls take care of themselves all right, Nathan, we were introduced by a good friend of ours, David Meltzer, uh, definitely has uh, brought on a lot of value here at the All Things Us podcast over the last couple months, and we definitely appreciate you taking the time out joining us as a way of getting started, man. Just tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I'm a longtime entrepreneur. I was a a big Amazon seller for a number of years. I I scaled my Amazon business using virtual assistants, pretty much because I was in college and hiring college kids was very unreliable. So I got into the VA space. I really liked the VA space. I didn't like the other marketplaces out there, the Upworks and the Fiverr. So I built my own platform called FreeUp. And with this platform, we pre-vetted VAs and freelancers before we even let them on. We matched them up with clients quickly and had great support. And and we scaled this business from a $5,000 investment to doing eight figures by year four. And we were acquired at the end of 2019 by one of our clients, which is a whole other story we can get into if you want to. And once we sold that business, and, and that business was completely run by virtual assistants, no office, no U.S. employees, people started asking us if we could teach them how we did it. And our developer that was part of the sale started working on this SOP building software, this standard operating procedure software. So we created this new company called Outsource School that has three parts. We have a store where people can buy our our playbooks, our SOPs, our courses on how to hire VAs for specific things. People can buy our SOP building software that helps them create really good processes for their business, or they can become a member for $1,000 a year and get access to all our courses, all our playbooks, get the software for free and access to our community. So that's what I'm working on now. And that's a short version of how I went from a broke college kids uh, selling on Amazon to eventually free up and now outsource school.
0: Nice so so like you said you you saw some opportunity to to look at you saw Fiverr and upwork, and there's some things you didn't like, and uh, I think I heard you say it is like you know you wanted to be able to have a system in which it was a vetting process was a, this is like the key differentiator. What other differentiators might you have?
1: Yeah, I mean, it really came down to the, it just took too long to go through a lot of applicants and interview them. And I wanted a marketplace that pre-vet them. I didn't want to wait a lot of time. I wanted someone that could get started same day. So I wanted a quick matching process. I I didn't love the support on the other platform. So I created a really good 24-7 support um, in case either the clients or the freelancers had even the smallest issues. And then a no turnover guarantee, because I think the biggest issue people have with VAs and freelancers is they quit on you. Um, And if someone quit, we would cover all replacement costs and pay for the training of the new person. So those are really the the four main things we focused on. Um, Outside of that, just making it very niche specific. We started off going after Amazon sellers. It was a little while before we expanded to all e-commerce and eventually marketing. And uh, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of, instead of just going after every business owner at once, we started off in a space that we were very familiar with. Got
0: it. So walk, walk me through the, uh, through kind of the vetting process, if you will.
1: Yeah, so we would vet all VAs and freelancers for skill, attitude, and communication. So skill is a little bit different because some people are experts, some people are specialists, some people are followers. So we would have different skill tests depending on what level they are, but also depending on what their skill is. If they were a Facebook ad expert, we'd test them differently than if they were a developer. But then the attitude and the communication was the same. So with communication, We'd make sure they spoke English at a high level, they could respond quickly, um, that they could um, get on the same page over, over difficult conversations or, or meetings, that they were positive and didn't get aggressive, if things didn't go their way. And I mean, that, I mean, that was attitude. Um, communication is all about response time and being able to speak clearly. And because if we introduce someone to a client that, and that VA freelancer can't communicate, that's not going to work out. So we were really looking for that trifecta of skill, attitude, and communication.
0: Nice. So, um, are there people from all walks of life then on here from like all kinds of different demographics, all kinds of different backgrounds?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the free up marketplace was probably about 40% Philippines, 40% us and 20% scattered all around the world, but anyone was welcome to apply and and get on and, and clients were from all around the world as well.
0: Nice. So. Specifically speaking to um, the telesales telemarketing industry, people who need outbound dialing or maybe even to receive inbound calling, um, do you have some different types of uh, people with those certain skills available on this uh, on this free up?
1: Yeah. Well, keep in mind, I don't own FreeUp anymore, so I don't want to speak for them, but by the time of sale, people use our our company for lots of different things. Uh, Lots of telesales, whether it's phone call sales, email sales, um, appointment setters. We had customer service reps. that would just handle phone calls and emails and live chat more on the customer service side. So all that's there. And I mean, I'm actually, so at outsource school, we have different courses and and I'm creating a, a course now on how to have a VA um, handle your, your inbox. And and a lot of um, people that are in sales oh, will have see, a VA yeah. that does that to do appointment setting. So a, a lot of stuff that we do um, that we teach, it goes into sales in some way.
0: Got it. So now, now the, uh, now the main focus is outsource school. And so with that in mind, I get it. Cause a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that I talk to or that I work with or consult with, they're like, man, I'd hire a VA if it's always like, you know, I'd love to, but you know, I don't want to deal with the frustrations of like churn. I don't want to deal with like training somebody and then they turn around or, you know, or different kind of language barriers that they might have. So are you kind of helping, you know, entrepreneurs, if you will, uh, like eliminate a lot of that
1: pain? Yeah. So, I mean, we, te- we have an exact process for interviewing, onboarding, training, and managing. And with FreeUp, we didn't just wake up one day and hire 35 VAs right. and-, and hope it works out. We had real good systems and processes. So, it's all about improving your percentages. And we teach people our exact interview questions, our exact onboarding questions, how we run meetings, how we create SOPs. We provide them with an SOP building software to make it easy for them to train their VAs. We have techniques that reduce turnover and keep people around and feedback loops. We even teach you how to fire a VA and keep your business safe. So all of that's in our main course, Cracking the VA Code, which comes with that one-year membership um, to get access to all our other courses, playbooks, and software. So it's all about teaching people the fundamentals. And then once they get the fundamentals, that's when the fun begins. That's when you can start hiring VAs to manage your inbox or do your bookkeeping or do lead generation or get you on podcasts or whatever you're trying to do in your business
0: right okay yeah so so there could be a lot of different um workflows if you will whatever the needs of the business are you help um kind of teach teach a lot of the things that that you know the dummy tax if you will like David Meltzer likes to call it the dummy tax that you paid uh, as you were building and scaling um free up you're you're pretty much have built this solution called um outsource school right Am I,
1: Yeah. I mean, we teach you the fundamentals, the interviewing, the onboarding, the training, the managing. Then we have all these standard operating procedures that apply to most businesses, stuff like bookkeeping, customer service, lead generation, like most businesses can use VAs for that. And we have those systems ready to go, but then there's going to be a lot of systems that are very customized to your business that we're not going to be able to teach you, but we have this software that you can use to create SOPs easily for those systems and train your VA. So we really try to approach it from all angles.
0: Nice. Yeah. So I could definitely see a lot of uh, people in our audience being interested in like, like I said, they, they want to uh, hire VAs and you know, it's kind of um, it, it can become exhausting having to go to to Fiverr and try to find um, Yeah, like you said, you, you saw an opportunity there back at free up like the whole back and forthness of trying to find a, trying to find a virtual assistant. But if you can um, definitely internalize and build a team of VAs, um, then obviously, you know, you, you've cracked the code and you've helped people kind of, uh, you're, you're helping people through outsource school, um, crack the code and, and, and kind of build a customized approach.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, um, so with, with all this going on, man, you you look like a, like a serial entrepreneur, man, you got a lot of things going on. Um, um, do how many VAs do you have to kind of help you? <laughs>
1: Right now we have a team of five VAs. Keep in mind, we we started Outsource School at the beginning of 2020, but we didn't really launch until the end of March. So we have a a pretty small team right now. We're we're filming this uh, July 1st. So yeah, I mean, with free up we got up to 35 VAs with our Amazon business. I I think we had like 20 or 25 um, at the tipping point. So we'll we'll be building up that that team relatively quickly. And we really try to practice what we preach. Like all the, like I use VAs now to manage my inbox, to manage my calendar and book my meetings and book my right. podcast i use vas to get on podcasts to do lead generation to run our social media to write our newsletters and this is all stuff that we teach our members how to do as well
0: nice yeah for sure and uh yeah i mean they can serve a lot of different needs of the business like you said from legion recruiting um um uh, yeah I'm, I'm i'm down for it for sure <laughs> um so i already know several people that i need to introduce you to as well um so i'm definitely uh I'm grateful for this opportunity to like kind of get to know you and, and understand this, and as well as being able to kill two birds with one stone and record this podcast. So uh, what what advice might you give to some of the listeners right now on like building a business? Because now you've transitioned into now you've built this whole other business. And um, so just kind of, if you will, give some advice to some of our listeners on, on building a business.
1: Yeah, so I like to create a really good organic blueprint. And this organic blueprint's evergreen. It's around forever um, because a a lot of people, they get so caught up on Facebook ads or all these different things they need to do on social media. And we like to keep it simple with organic, at least at first. So that is having an affiliate program so people can refer you and, and get a kickback. Going on podcasts, which is a great way to network. It's a great way to get in front of thousands of people at once. It's a great way to get backlinks and SEO for your website. If you're not going on a podcast a week to talk about your business or your project, you're really missing out. Next is we go after partnerships, other people that have the same community that we do, but offer a different product. So if you're a lawyer, maybe you partner with an accounting accounting company and you refer business back and forth. So creating those referral partners and doing content together, and that's a big part of scaling. Then networking with new entrepreneurs. I'm a big component of it. I try to network with three new entrepreneurs every single day, uh, six days a week. You don't have to go that crazy, but continue to network and get to know people in your space and not selling, but adding value and building relationships. Going after influencers that's one of the quickest ways to grow your business. Finding someone that has a community of your ideal audience and getting them to be an affiliate if they want to, but trust you and promote your product, your service to to their community and lastly, just putting out content consistently. Anyone that follows me on Facebook or LinkedIn um, or Instagram or Twitter knows that I put out content pretty consistently and All this stuff kind of goes together because someone might read your content and invite you on their podcast a a podcast host might want to be an affiliate a partner might have a podcast like they all kind of go hand in hand and all this stuff can be done 90 percent with vas like i still need to show up for the podcast but my va can do research on the podcast can reach out to the podcast can book the podcast can send the follow-up email after the podcast and and same thing with, with the partnerships and the lead generation for influencers so focus on that organic marketing blueprint get vAs to help you do it and then anything you do later on when sales is only going to complement what you've done organically
0: right yeah for sure and and i like uh what you mentioned of connecting with three, what did you say three entrepreneurs per day
1: yeah three entrepreneurs every single day
0: so um Yeah, man, I I love that because you're talking about just connecting with them. You're not talking about trying to pitch them or anything like that.
1: Yeah, Um, no pitching, just trying to connect with them and seeing if, if you can add value.
0: Right. So, would you say LinkedIn is a tool that you use to connect? Like, where do you, where and how do you connect? Are you asking for referrals? Kind of walk me through that.
1: Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't like randomly reach out to someone that doesn't make any sense. Like, let's say someone has like an ice cream store, like maybe me reaching out to them doesn't make a lot of sense, only because I'm not sure how I can add value to them. Maybe I can, but I'll try to find people that are connected to my community. Let's say, uh, so I'm on this podcast now, maybe I'll reach out to other guests that have been on the podcast and say, hey, we were on the same podcast, would love to connect, would love to see if there's a, a way to help each other. Maybe it turns into a partnership. Maybe I become a client of theirs. Maybe they become a client of mine, whatever. Um, or we just build a relationship and maybe we can help each other in a few years. So I, I personally don't use LinkedIn, although it's a great tool, um, for messaging. I just find that a lot of those messages get lost. Um, what I try to do, I do a lot of Facebook and Instagram to send those messages, but LinkedIn's a, a great tool too, for, for whatever reason, I haven't found it as effective as LinkedIn or Instagram.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, cause, cause on our podcast, we, we grew it organically from LinkedIn and, um, just basically. Uh, just started connecting, like you said, with some influencers, uh, especially in like B2B sales. And then we, we uh, definitely grew it organically. Um, so I like it because we're on the same wave. Like we use a lot of the same terms, like uh, connecting. Um, but I find like some of the best entrepreneurs really um, serve, don't sell, because you're, you're talking a lot about um, what I refer to as and it's kind of a mission of our podcast is compassion before commission is like we really want to connect with people before we ever like making sure that we can add value before we ever try to like engage and or pitch them or try to try to sell them anything, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's all about adding value. And I mean, some small things that I do to add value, I'll I'll try to introduce them to other podcast hosts I've been on. If they go on podcasts, I might send them a list of podcasts I've been on. If they're looking for any kind of advice on the organic side or on the hiring side, I'm I'm happy to give it. So you can come up with creative ways that you can add value to people over time.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I love it because you started off with finding that common ground. The common ground is yeah, man, I've been on this podcast. Uh, we've been on the same podcast. So so then it makes that that connection uh and it warms it up faster because you've already found that common ground with them. <laughs> so that's uh that's pretty neat. So whenever you get on uh, one of these calls with uh with an entrepreneur, you get to do three per day, um what what are you like how, how do you have the conversation? What does that conversation sound like?
1: Yeah. And keep in mind, I want to value their time at the highest level. Most entrepreneurs don't have an hour to talk to me, right? So these calls are, are probably going to be in that 10 to 15 minute range. If they want it to be longer, maybe it, maybe it does go longer, but usually some kind of small talk, how's your day going, stuff like that. Although I try not to make that too crazy. And then I want to dive in and learn more about them, learn more about their business, listen, be very attentive, ask questions. And then usually from there, then I can see how I can help them before I offer to help. I'll share a little bit about me and what I'm working on. On and then see what the synergies are. Maybe there's a partnership opportunity or a podcast opportunity or a content opportunity or, or maybe that, maybe I just can't help them at all. But, and, and I'll just say, hey, is there anything that I, I can do to help? And maybe I'll ask that question and, and make sure maybe they have something that they're working on that they very specific that they need help with. So that's usually how I, I approach those phone calls and they tend to be pretty quick.
0: Yeah, well, I like it because you started off talking about them, their, their favorite subject themselves. <laughs>
1: right exactly and it, those calls need to be about them they, you're right they can't just be about you
0: right yeah but i do believe in a 3 in 1 uh, report methodology where you ask three questions and then you tell one thing about yourself
1: yeah i like that a lot yeah
0: and it just keeps you uh, mindful that cuz the people don't want to play 21 questions either though you know especially on a what i call what what i call those calls i call them uh, mutual fit discovery calls
1: yeah, I, I exactly that. That's what it is. I'm not just talking with them to just chat with people. It's you're trying to accomplish something, trying to see if there's some way to benefit both of you, but you don't necessarily know what that is until you get more information about their business and, and share information about yours.
0: Sure, and and I totally get it. Like, um, you know, I, I I see where you started on this venture in January. And you said the bird really started getting in the air in March, um, but that that's pretty quick. I mean, as far as like transitioning from from one role and then going into um to like going into another venture man and would you say obviously with your experience of working with virtual assistants really helped you through that ramp like in and, and, and is helping you through the ramp up period to kind of you know shorten shorten the gap if you will
1: Definitely. I mean, we have five VAs. That's hundreds of of hours every week being put into the business. And on top of that, you kind of take what you learned from past businesses and you're able to apply them quicker. So with the Amazon business, we had no idea how to hire. It took us years to figure that out when we started FreeUp, we knew how to hire already so we built a rockstar team in the first 30 60 days and hit the ground running and then with outsource school we didn't really know how to market so it took us years to figure out how to market because before we relied on amazon amazon got all the customers we didn't have to spend time on marketing and growing our brand but after we figured out a a really good marketing plan we were able to scale and and then now that we started outsource school we know how to hire, we know how to market so we can hit the ground running right there. And there's other stuff we have to learn. We never really mastered ads with FreeUp. That's something we have to pick up. We're running a membership business, which is a, a membership site, which is a, a much different business model. So there's a lot to learn there. So you kind of take what you already know works, apply it a lot faster the second time, and then learn new things and apply them as you figure them out.
0: Right, yeah, absolutely. So uh, walk me through... Like the most fun you've ever had on a sales call or the worst sales call um, (laughs) they've ever had?
1: most fun i've had on a sales call i mean i i don't know i built really great relationships with with people on, on sales yeah. calls so where i've ran into them at conferences later on and gotten to know them and, and their family and, and stuff like that so i i don't know if i've ever had like a, a really fun one i mean i have clients that i knew from free up that even though i don't know, run free up anymore i still talk to them that some of them use after school some of them don't but i still have a great relationship with them um and in terms of worse ones i mean there's always rejections like part of the game. You kind of just have to accept that and be able yeah. to move on. I mean, there's people that are rude that don't take you seriously. I mean, I remember I've been an entrepreneur since I was 20. So when I was 20 to 25, people don't necessarily take you seriously when right. you're that young and, and you're an <laughs> yeah. entrepreneur. So yeah. I ran into plenty of stuff there, but there's not one that like haunts me to this day or, or anything like that.
0: Right. Yeah. I got you. Uh, yeah. I mean, we all, we all have different stories and um, you're, you're going to have more stories, (laughs) you know, it's just part of the journey of just enjoying the journey of being an entrepreneur and making those calls. Right. Yeah, man. So, so what are you, uh, what are you most excited about now?
1: I mean, right now, I'm just excited about Outsource School. We just launched this SOP building software. We're, we're coming up. We actually have a name coming out with it today, so we'll have a, a better name for it um, by tomorrow. Um, but right now, we're just beta testing it. We're seeing if people like it. Launching a software is a, a lot of fun, um, and, and that's really what what we're focused on right now. I mean, outside of that, i um, I'm doing Roland Frazier's Epic Challenge, which is all about buying businesses, which is a whole thing I've never done before. Although I've sold one, I've never bought one. So I'm just trying to learn from, um, I consider him the best. So learning from a, a great one. And um, those are kind of the two things I'm focused on while in quarantine.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What, what What can you share with us about that acquisition?
1: um about about the acquisition i mean we had one of our clients reach out to us and and say hey we want to get into the space we don't want or we love the free up we've been using it for a while we want to get into the space we don't want to build it from scratch would you be interested in yeah. I mean, they ended up making us an offer that we felt like was more than fair, if not a- aggressive. Um, I mean, we did a lot of due diligence. We didn't want to sell it to someone who's going to blow it up or hurt our right. reputation or hurt our partnerships. And they did a lot of due diligence on us. And we also wanted to take care of our internal team because by far the hardest part of, of selling free up was not being able to work with that team anymore. And we took $500,000 from the sale, gave it to our team in the Philippines, made sure they were taken care of, that their job was secure. And but when they agreed to that and um, we, we kind of looked at it as a win-win for everyone, a win for us, a win for them, a win for the clients and the freelance and the platform, a win for our internal team. And it's tough to turn down something that that's a win for everyone.
0: Yeah, man. Cause I mean, uh, this, this is really impressive, man. Cause like you go on LinkedIn, you got, I mean, th- this doesn't like, is not a key indicator of anything, but it says 361 employees on LinkedIn, which to me, that the only thing that really speaks to me is, um, man, you're out there, you, you built something that gave people an opportunity, you're creating an opportunity for people, man. So I definitely want to give you some major props on, on all that you've accomplished this far in the journey. Well, where, where can people find you? I, I, I'm going to drop the uh, show notes, uh, outsource school and uh, LinkedIn, anywhere else.
1: Yeah. So Nathan Hirsch on Facebook and LinkedIn, uh, real Nate Hirsch on Instagram and Twitter, go to Outsource School. We have a free trial of our software, free trial of our membership. And um, if anyone has any questions, reach out to me.
0: Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, You're sharing your knowledge here and uh, dropping these wisdom bombs today, man. Thank you for your time.
1: Thank you. Have a good rest of the day. Uh, you too, man.
0: Visit allthingstelesales.com for additional resources that can help you drive more revenue. Did you like today's episode? If so, subscribe so next week's episode will be available for you. And if you really like today's episode, leave a five-star review. It's a good way to get the word out there. And if not, check out another episode. Maybe then you'll be able to rate the show five stars. Anyone you'd like to hear from on the show, send an email to podcast at allthingstelesales.com. i love to hear from you. Don't threaten me with a good time. Oh, my God.